Let's go, girls. Hi, bimbos. Happy Monday. It is me, Sky, and it's a little solo session today. <laughs> solo session is what Cosmo used to call masturbating in 2008. Just reminding you, you used to read those sexy Cosmo stories and you cannot pretend to me that you didn't. You can't lie. They were almost better than Twilight. I also read all three Twilight books at like 14, just waiting for the sex scene in the third book. Remember? Finally, the third book, Edward gets to bang Bella and they're like on a private island and all Stephanie Meyer did us so dirty. They're like in the water naked. You're so excited for them to finally have sex. And then boom, they wake up the next day. Bella has like has car crash level fucking stage five bruising like her legs are almost broken because Edward couldn't control himself or whatever. It's so messed up. I was honestly so disappointed as a teen girl, a, a tween girl. And also, um, I'm still like, I wonder how that affected the millennial woman's mind because all of us were indoctrinated into Twilight when our like sexual brains were forming. Also, what was up with Edward's Volvo? Like Edward... Stephanie Meyer in the books made Edward's Volvo sound like the sexiest car ever. So Edward, for those of you who haven't read Twilight, I don't know who on earth hasn't read that. You guys are losers. Um, Stephanie Meyer is this Mormon lady who wrote like a crazy Mormon allegory that was super popular with teen girls. And basically Edward is a like 200 year old vampire and he falls in love with this like dishwater brown hair, plain Jane girl for no reason with the personality of a cardboard box. But anyways, so he drives a Volvo, but she makes the Volvo sound in the book like it's a Ferrari or it's like the most sexy car ever. And she's like, Edward pulled up in his Volvo and slammed the door. He kissed Bella. And you're like, oh my God, this Volvo thing. And you don't know cars when you're a little, like a fucking 13 year old girl. So you're like, oh my God, Edward's Volvo is so sexy. And it's a Volvo. It's not sexy. Anyway, enough of Stephanie Meyer bashing and Twilight bashing. It's me, Sky, and I'm your neighborhood redhead and Captain Bimbo. And this week, I decided to do a deep dive into two of my favorite things, men and golf. <laughs> so I feel like golf and men have actually similar effects on me. Um, they frustrate me and uh, I love them and sometimes they're super fun and also sometimes they make me want to pull all my hair out and pluck out my eyeballs and they make me feel like shit sometimes and other times they make me feel like the most beautiful, amazing, amazing, incredible woman in the world. So golf and men, you are the same. You're one and the same and I cannot wait to talk about it. So let's get into the game of my people, golf and my biggest weakness, men. Hmm? So I think that this is an important subject, especially when talking about dating, because one, we have all dated a man who likes golf more than us. I think some of us are probably dating a man right now who likes golf more than us. Haha. <laughs> and we have all been ditched for golf with the boys and been told, sorry, I'm so gassed after golf or the course is playing slow or I have to golf with clients. Even on one of my Instagram polls recently, which is also always a great and accurate source of information, my Instagram polls are basically the Smithsonian. So yeah, 68% of straight women have had a fight with their boyfriend over him golfing. So in my opinion, that's a lot and it's worth a deep dive. So the biggest thing that I'm going to get into is that we can also tell a lot 
by a man by his golf game. And I think that this could actually help you and us all pick a suitable partner in life. In my experience, when a man ditches you for golf, it's worse than finding out he's cheating. Well, not actually, but kind of. Because as a woman, I can understand the appeal of another woman. This beautiful woman seduced you at the bar, whatever. We're in a talking stage. We're not exclusive yet. And, and you're dating another girl or whatever. Like it's dirty and it's bad. And like, I'm not saying that I condone it at all, but I at least can understand how that tempted you and how you got to that point, even though you fucked it up and I'll never talk to you again. I, I still understand. But it is pretty fucking difficult to understand how this stupid ball and club and khaki shorts and your drunk friend named Dave have more importance than spending quality time with my incredible personality and cuddles and naked body. It hurts all of our feelings as women. A literal ball is more important than us. You'd rather go shoot 130. I know you shoot 130 with Tim and crush beers than spend quality time with me a living angel and goddess. So, wow, I see how it is. (laughs) I actually even dated a man once that played golf so much that I thought he had another girlfriend in Niagara. (laughs) He was like literally at golf for 12 hours a day and he would drive to Niagara and back to Toronto. And then he was so tired after golf all the time. I was like, there's no way A, that you like me and also B, that you aren't dating someone else because there's no way that you like golf so much. So anyways, I kind of like ended it with him. I was like, hey, like no offense, but this isn't going to work out and whatever. And it just wasn't meant to be. But anyways, so we ended things. And then I moved to Edmonton and I take up golf and I texted him one day and I go, hey, like, what do you average? Like, what's your average like score, like on an 18 hole or whatever? And he's like, oh, I'm not even that good, actually. It's just like low 70s. That's a professional score. Bruh, you didn't have another girl in Niagara at all. You actually love golf that much. Hmm. It was wild. And he actually is the good kind of golfer, but I'm going to get into the good kind of bad kind of golfer later. So let's keep rolling. Naturally, after having golf get in between me and many a men, I wanted to know what was so fucking good about golf. What does golf have that I don't? Why does it keep stealing my men? So if you can't beat them, join them. I was going to become an emotionally unavailable golf-obsessed man and give everyone a taste of their own medicine. So I did. I asked for golf clubs for my birthday last year, and I have literally been golfing ever since. And I have to say, I double boogie most holes. I'm actually getting way better now. It took me like six months of like just being awful to get a little better. And I've learned a lot. I still sometimes hit 10 on a par three and I'm just a grinder golfer, but sometimes I can par holes and I have a really, really good drive and I'm just feel so proud of myself and on top of the world. So honestly, focusing on myself and golf has been the best thing I've ever done. Um, I probably have not had so many men trying to date me at once, like seriously date me, uh, in my entire life. I think that's for other reasons too, but like Mostly, I actually think because like when you're golfing, you don't really like worry about anything that calms you down. So you just you're so chill, like 
you like <laughs> golf does this thing where in order to be good at it or in order to perform well, you just have to be in the moment. So you can't like you can't be on your phone and shit. You just like kind of forget that the world exists. You're just golfing. And then you don't really have any worries. So you have so much like less anxiety. If you have anxiety, I would recommend golf. Except when you drive, like when you tee off and everyone is watching you from the clubhouse and like it's literally the most panic attack thing ever and you want to have a thousand panic attacks. It's so bad. I have anxiety then. But once I'm going, I don't have anxiety. So yeah, like golf, basically, once you have a decent swing down, like enough to not embarrass yourself, it's fully psychological. And it's crazy because like you can hit the ball really well once and then be like, hey, I'm going to do it a thousand times exactly like this. And you just you won't um, ever again. And that's what the hardest part about it is. And also golf fashion is super fun. Like, I mean, it depends like where you go. Obviously, some courses are super casual. Some are super, super strict. But I just feel like every single woman on earth looks incredible in a white tennis skirt. And like the funnest part about golf style is you can dress like a grade four gym teacher, like legit, just like the frumpiest shit that you'd ever want or like a slutty Catholic schoolgirl, And both are for some reason acceptable on the golf course. <laughs> um, but there are creepy men. Sometimes there's some really, really hot guys you'll meet. And that's the funnest part. But there are some really creepy old men, some creepy young men, everything like my dad has literally had to be like, yo, you can't pair us with him to the marshal. And the marshal's always cool. But yeah, so there are creeps, but it's part of life. Now, I'm going to get in to what I can tell you about men who golf. Okay. And this isn't all men who golf, but these are the things like that are probably going to piss off a lot of guys. But I'm, if it's not you, then you'll laugh because you'll know that some of your buddies are like this, but don't come back and be mad at me. And please don't be mad at me. <laughs> okay. Most men lie about their golf score. So ladies, most men shoot well over a hundred strokes. I'm sorry, but they just do. Um, and they're not going to tell you that ever though. They're going to say that they shoot about a 92 when you ask them, go ahead. Go to the room right now, down down the hallway, and ask your boyfriend what like his average score is or whatever. He's going to say 92. I don't know why they all say 92. They just think that this is like, like one guy one day decided that was a respectable fucking golf score or whatever, and now um, everybody says that, and I don't know why. So... Yeah, I think it's the same reason that men lie about how many women they've slept with. I also feel like that's why studies show that women orgasm 6% with straight male partners and about 40% with lesbians. Men, I love you so much, but this is honestly why you have to be honest about your golf game and about your ability to find the clitoris, okay? I love you, but you got to figure it out, boys. Like, come on. Number two, I hate to say this. You guys, fuck men cheat at golf. So some types of guys are going to throw down five balls every time they drive and do best ball, but they're not going to be like, I'm playing for fun. I'm playing best ball. It's so much fun. I'm a beginner. They're not going to say that. They're like, yeah, I, I just parred that. You're like, well, no, you didn't. You just took five chances to par something. Like you have one chance to give me an orgasm. Also, okay. If you can hit the ball super, super, super far, but it's not straight or near the green, that doesn't make you good at golf. Oh my gosh. 
who am I going to make angry with this? Probably some petroleum engineering student at the U of A because that's always who the biggest dicks are that I've ever gotten paired with. So yeah, if you can hit the ball far, but it's 400 yards on the other person's fairway, like it doesn't count and you're not good at golf. And also you can tell that I just golfed with a dickhead that did this one time and I hated him. And yeah, so it's my personal experience. Don't be mad at me. Now, ladies, there are many different types of men out there. Okay. There's suit guys, insurance bros, finance bros, athletes, tradesmen, funny guys, wholesome guys, charming guys, shy guys, moms, boys, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But there are only two types of men who golf. One type is husband material. And the other type is throw that fish back material. So here we go. Golf man, red flags. Now, preface, preface. I am not saying this man isn't a good man to date, okay? He might just not be ready to date. Maybe don't date him. But if you already are dating him, I am sorry. And I hope he's a good boyfriend in other ways. Um, But I hate to tell you this, but I kind of think you might be dating a loser. Sorry. This is like my most controversial episode. I have anxiety right now. Okay, so here are the attributes of a red flag golf man. So first, he loves to ride in the cart and make sharp turns really fast like a little kid. This is problematic for me because he is a 32-year-old investment banker, okay? He drives an Audi. He does not need to drive the golf cart like that, okay? Stop. You're an adult, Jordan. Okay? That's just it. I just feel like it's lame. He doesn't go because he likes golf. He goes to feel included with the boys. This is the same type of guy who, like, is more excited to brag to his friends that he had sex with you than actually the act of having sex with you. He's just a trash panda guy. Like, I just, ugh. like, there's like a weird homoeroticism to him, but like, he's not out as gay. Yeah, it's just it's like not my vibe. Okay. He takes selfies with his sunglasses. He like sits on the golf cart and takes selfies with his sunglasses and he has chewing tobacco in and like that's his Snapchat story. No red flag. He brags about his golf uh, score. He says it's 83 because he shot an 83 once. It's actually in the hundreds. So he loves to get drunk and he can't golf without alcohol. This is a huge red flag. He also might have a drinking problem. He just doesn't like golf that much. And then that means that he should be taking up a different hobby, like stop being a sheep. Um, okay, so this is like one that triggers me, being a cocktail waitress. The cart girl he thinks is in love with him. So he thinks the cart girl is in love with him. She's trying to pay for university, Colin, okay? She's literally trying to pay for university. She doesn't like you. She doesn't think you're hot. She's 20 years old, okay? She's probably texting some 22-year-old NHL player right now. You are nothing but a dollar sign to her, okay? Again, he drives the ball super far, but only sometimes straight and then blames the wind. He gets angry and frustrated easily. You never want to date someone who gets angry and frustrated easily ever. So this is a red flag. He loses the ball in the trees all the time and spends a million years looking for it and fucking backs up the whole course. And then I get blamed because I'm the girl for playing slow. And it's actually the douchebag in front of me who keeps losing his ball. 
you uses terms like that's a gimme. That's not a gimme. Okay. That was a 10 foot putt. You can't make that. That's not a gimme. His short game is really shitty always, but he's so good with the wedge. I don't know why this is, but guys who are just not, not the one they're amazing with the wedge, but they're so bad at like short game. It's weird. I'm bad at my short game too. I'm, you know, I'm a little bit on this list. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Minus the drunkness. Like I, I could count. Okay. So he might be cheating on you. He does hit on the golf cart girl, even though, uh, she could not be less interested in him. Ooh, this is a controversial one. I don't want to tell you guys this one, but if he follows Paige Sporanic, he is not a good boyfriend. Um, it's a red flag. And I'm sorry. I love Paige. She, her YouTube videos have actually helped me with some of my, um, my swing, but, uh, yeah, if your boyfriend follows her, um, it's a red flag. Okay. So now that we're through that, I'm just, I'm, you know what? And we're all a couple of those points. It's fine. Please don't be really mad or upset or just change. You know, we can all change. And like, I'm some of those too. My short game is horrible. I also can't drive the ball super fast, like far. So it's fine. Like we're all going to get over it. I'm humble about my golf game though, you know? So I'm just trying to humble those who aren't. Okay. Now golf man number two is literally my dream man. He is the unicorn. I would marry this man in a heartbeat because he is so rare and special that if you're dating him, I'm pretty sure you have a diamond and you need to protect it with your life, protect your relationship. He is just the best human being alive. So here we go. Here are green flags of golf man. He golfs by himself sometimes. So this one is amazing. Um, if he goes by himself sometimes, he is just like the pack leader. He's so cool. Um, he just golfs because he loves it. I love anyone that has hobbies and that does it because they love it. He, for some reason, and I don't know why they do this because to me, I would hate to do this. I would never do this. Um, he walks the, all the 18 holes with the clubs on his back. I don't know why this is. Um, you could use a push cart, but no, he won't. Um, you could use a little, you know, golf cart, but he won't. He walks with them. I, I can't tell you why this is, but I think it's incredible. And they're always hot, the guys that do this. So I'm like, you do you, boo-boo. Okay, he always has the weirdest fucking golf trinkets. I don't know why this is true, but it just is. Like, he loves to go to golf town and buy the weird trinkets. Um, he cleans his irons between the shots with this like little cloth that he has on his golf bag. I've never seen an ugly guy do this. Only hot guys do this with big dick energy. I don't know why he humbly tells you like what he shoots and it's always in like the seventies and yeah, he finds a lot of balls and then gives them to you and it's like, Hey, take this ball. He's loyal always. None of these guys though, that are good at golf are big talkers. They're like always kind of shy and like you know, you know what sucks though too is like, to be honest, we could debunk all my fucking bullshit right now because Tiger Woods is one of these guys and he is the most notorious cheater ever. So you can't trust anyone, but this I think will help. Okay. So sometimes he doesn't really get drunk, but he just will like sip a tall can of beer. Um, yeah, he watches masters. And to me, if a guy watches mas the masters, like it's a riveting television, he'll never cheat on you because he can't get bored. That shit is literally the most boring thing I've ever seen in my life. If he can watch that, how could he ever get bored of you? You know? Oh, he always says, well, stricken. And he looks through those little binocular things, you know, and is like, oh, it's a hundred yards away. <laughs> and then he, you know, 
Um, he's always nice to people who are bad around him and patient and kind. Always be patient and kind. So yeah, that is the golf episode. I'm sorry to men for exposing your world like this. Um, but I'm not sorry because I think this is my favorite podcast I've done. So um, thank you so much for coming. I love you so much. And I will, you'll hear my voice next week. Okay. Thanks for coming. Um, I love you so much. Girls, I think everyone should take up golf. So take up golf. I'll go to the driving range with you anytime. Uh, Love you. Bye.